Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. My name is Bree, and I am joined today. <laughs> we just chatted for like five minutes already. My friend Angela is here. Angela, thank you for finally joining me on the podcast. <laughs> it's so overdue. Um, I'm so happy you're here. Tell everybody about you, like your space online. Tell us all the things. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, Brie, I have to get this out the way. I am super duper fangirling. I said this offline, but now that we're online, I just want everybody to know, oh my goodness, I get to hang out with Brie. Um, so that is super cool. Um, I am Angela Anderson of Angela Anderson Presents, and my literary cafe actually falls up under Angela Anderson Presents. Um, and with the literary cafe, it's just a, a place where individuals can share their love for reading, their love for books, their love for for authors, basically like all things literary is at the cafe. So we have a cafe portion, we have a literary tea. It's just all about all things literary. Um, and I love it, Brie. Um, I have been that girl that the love for reading started at an early age. Um, I was that girl that I, I'm super nerdy, okay? But I got super duper excited about Library Day in school. Um, I mean, I guess the, the new generation, they don't know a lot about Library Day, but you know, the whole library day was like super cool. I was that girl that would go to the library even when we didn't have library day, like on a Friday and check out like all of these books, take them home, read them over, you know, read them over the weekend, stuff like that. So I am truly a, I would call myself a certified book nerd again. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love all, I, I love when my friends are nerdy about stuff, especially if it's books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So do you remember, I mean, I'm assuming you're one of those readers who like can't remember ever not reading, but like, do you remember any of your like early childhood faves, like maybe those books that you read and read and read over and over and over again? Or do you remember like kind of the roots? Like when I look back on my childhood, I'm definitely like, okay, it was the Goosebumps. The Goosebumps were my first love of reading. And then a little bit of like the Boxcar Children. And then I read, um, they did like a... It was Frankenstein, but I remember it being for kids, like in the grocery store, uh -huh. this child hardback cover. And I, I literally read it in like one sitting, which I mean, like now it, I realize like it's not really that long of a book, but you know, it seemed so long <laughs> at the time. But what was it for you? Like, do you, rem can you like trace those roots back and be like, this was okay, the book? Brie, are, are, are we really doing this? Are we really doing this? We're, you, we're you doing want this. Me to go back down. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I was a huge fan of Sweet Valley High, The Babysitters, the Babysitters Club. Um, oh my goodness, one of my favorite books in elementary school uh, was Dear Mr. Henshaw by Beverly Cleary. Okay, I, I promise you, I probably read that book like 50, 11 times. Um, it's just like amazing. Um, let's see, oh my goodness, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, the best Christmas pageant ever. Um, oh my goodness, uh, I could go on and on, but yeah, I even enjoyed, I remember in elementary school, you remember when the teachers used to read to the children? I don't know yeah. if they still do that, but <laughs> I'm probably telling my age, but I love story time. Um, I even love like when I was younger and my sister, I don't know if she know how much this means to me, but one of my sisters, I remember like sometimes at night she would tell me stories like bedtime stories and it oh. would, it would be like, of course, like the three bears or the three little pigs, but just her doing that, I remember that like back in the day 
Um, so yeah, it, it started early for me of just enjoying actually hearing stories. And then of course, when I was able to read stories, um, it was just like so amazing. Um, I actually, growing up, I had a community library. Um, and this is one of the things that, oh my goodness, I'm sure you're familiar with author Belle Calhoun, but we so have a love for like libraries. And in her neighborhood growing up, I want to say she lived like across the street from a library. So I feel like we're connected there. Connected yeah, by your the kindred libraries. spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it really did start like early for me and that, that childhood memories. And of course, you know, we can't leave out like the Ramona books. Um, or what have you. And I'll take it back a step further. I'm probably really telling my age. Do you remember the Betsy books? They were kind of like before Ramona, but I was so into the Betsy I books do. too. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So we have to, I have to ask okay. because I missed the Sweet Valley High train. Oh. And I, for some reason, I, I don't remember being interested in, in Babysitter's Club at the time, but okay. I'm actually reading the Babysitter's Club mysteries now, oh, and I okay. love those. So, like, you know, I saw everybody reading them, but, like, as girls of color, especially, like, seeing Sweet Valley High, Babysitter's Club did have Jesse and they had Claudia, but, like, what do you remember, like, enjoying about them? Like, what did you enjoy about those in particular? I think for me, again, like I said, it was an early age when I started just having a love for books. And I think back then, um, just the fact that it was like a series, I don't know if that was, you know, and I guess a series wasn't like a thing thing, or I don't, I don't even know if I really knew about series like I do now that I'm older. You just knew there were more books. Yes. (laughs) That was like super cool where I can actually say you fell in love with the characters and it brought a sense of community. You knew these characters and you was able to kind of like grow with them, if that makes sense. So I think that was one of the things that I liked about the Babysitter's Club and the Sweet Valley High, that it was almost like back then it was a saga, if that makes sense. (laughs) You know, it was like, oh, you know, this book is out and then it's like the next book in this particular, you know, series or what have you. Um, I think that's what I enjoyed about it. And then even now I do that, just that whole, one of the things that I enjoy about series is that whole sense of like community and family and building a relationship with the characters. And I know I am super book nerdy. So I, for me, characters in a book, they are real people. So um, yeah, for me, they are. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they, I mean, do we have to debate that? They, they are just real people. They're our people, you know, but yeah, I think that's, that's what it was back then. Oh, I love that. Okay. So tell me about the literary cafe. So like, what were you doing in life? What were you feeling like you weren't seeing that you were like, I want to do this. I want to start this. Like, I'm always interested in like the why and the how, like, how did we get here? And like, why did we get here? Like, what, what weren't you seeing or what did you want to see? Um, I think for me, um, like I said, I have always had a passion for books. Um, I've always had a joy of just having a sense of community and enjoying uh, being able to hang out with other like-minded people who love books, who love to talk about books, all of that good stuff. Um, 
one thing that some people don't know about me, um, I also do event planning. So I, um, in my event planning um, business or what have you, in addition to, you know, planning weddings and planning birthday parties and planning uh, different events, um, planning trips even, um, or what have you, of course, I've always had that passion for books. So whenever I would plan like something that was book related, oh my goodness, I got like super duper excited about that. And so I wanted to like create a space for that, for the authors and the readers to be able to connect with their author-reader bond, um, for new readers um, that may not know of a Pacific author just creating that opportunity. And not only that, okay, Brie, who does not like to meet their like favorite author yeah. or what have you? So yeah. to be able to combine all of those things together was one of the things that's, that inside I wanted to say, okay, hey, let's come up with something that we're able to do all of those things. Um, of course, I like that cafe environment. If you think about a cafe, you feel like a sense of um, intimacy, a, feel, a, a sense of community, a sense of closeness, a sense of having a good time, right? And so those are some of the things that I like to bring to the Literary Cafe. Now, prior to the Literary Cafe being what it is today, um, I actually would do a lot of in-person events. And a lot of times with these in-person events, um, of course, you know, I would do things where it was uh, readers and it was authors, but then I would add a twist to it. Uh, for example, one of the ones that was so fun, I did a literary cafe that was all things romance. And the twist was we had a shoe fashion show. Well, first of all, you know, Brie, that I love book shoes and book shoes and fruit yes. snacks, right? <laughs> so we had a shoe fashion show and I had like nine authors. There was like Sharice Hodges. There was like Joy. Avery, uh, there was Tina Martin, uh, and I know I'm forgetting some, but what we did was I found a shoe boutique, Hill by Marrows, and I had each of the authors to give me one of their characters that had a tight shoe game, okay? And what we did was um, they gave me a description of the shoe, and I had models uh, to work the runway and they modeled <laughs> these shoes as they gave a description of the book, uh, of course, the author. And then they told a little bit about the shoe that the person was wearing. And I actually, I was in the fashion show as well. That was a surprise, but I have these red pumps. Oh my goodness. And I was one of the characters in Sharice Hodges book that wore these like red pumps. And girl, let me tell you, I love those red pumps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Anderson do too. But anyway. Every girl uh, needs a red say, pump. <laughs> 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 yes. So those are the types of things with the literary cafe that when uh, that whenever we do like an in-person literary cafe that I always give it like some type of twist. Uh, another cool literary cafe I did was with author Joy Avery and Reese Ryan. Um, and oh my goodness, we did a sip and paint and we actually painted the book covers of their books. And I'm oh, sure gosh. you remember when, when <laughs> Reese uh, did her book, um, Savannah Secret. First of all, the cover is like gorgeous. gorgeous so yeah. that was one of the uh, covers that we painted for that one. And then Joy Avery selected one of her book covers. And it was so fun um, as well. So being able to do that and to bring authors and readers together at the cafe Oh my goodness. And I hope I answered your question. You did. <laughs> you see, I got excited about it. <laughs> Tell us like, so do you have anything coming up that you can share? Like what's coming up, you know, say the summer, early fall it, with the literary cafe? Like what do you have planned? 
Well, right now, um, I, of course, you know, every Tuesday and Thursdays um, and some Saturdays, I actually have my uh, virtual literary cafe interviews, which is like the 30 minute author interview uh, with these authors that are either their new releases um, or books that, um, you know, that we are featuring or what have you. And doing this interview, we find out more about the book, um, you know, what the author wants to share. A lot of times they may spill a little tea <laughs> um, or what have you. And then I also have um, Angel's Literary Tea, which is an hour long book discussion. Um, and you, usually that is held like on a Saturday or a Sunday and it is virtual. It's an hour long book discussion with myself. Uh, we'll pull another uh, book blogger, a book reviewer and the author. And we actually will discuss the book live. Um, and then we'll allow the audience opportunities to ask their questions or give feedback. So both of those are pretty fun and they are on going. Um, and pretty much with those, you know, so every week you can expect to have some type of uh, literary cafe um, event, which I usually, you know, I post and I share to let you know who's coming up next um, for um, an interview um, as well with that. And then in person, of course, you know, I am slowly getting back into doing in-person events. So with my creative mind, who knows what the next in-person literary cafe will be, but you can best believe that it's going to be fun, exciting, and there will be a twist to it. <laughs> well, you do chat with a lot of romance authors. So like, and we know you've been a lifelong reader. Like at what point did you realize like this particular genre was a favorite of yours? Or did you like, were you, did you always know it or, or, or no? Because it sounds like you've always read a little bit of everything. <laughs> Um, yes, I have always read a little bit of everything. I've always been an eclectic reader, but you know, romance is just that sweet spot in that sweet spot in the heart. Okay, so I think I've I, in addition to me being an eclectic reader, there have always been that soft spot for a good romance. I mean, who doesn't love a happy ever after? Okay, <laughs> um, or what have you? So I have definitely enjoyed uh, romance books, and I want to say probably a lot of the romance books, just like a lot of people, you probably. I have to go back to a Harlequin, you know, or what have you, um, and their amazing um, category of romance um, books that they have. But yeah, I would definitely say that I have always been a fan um, of romance that even though, again, like I said, that I'm an eclectic reader, um, somewhere, shape or form, I'm going to get a good romance in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so tell me about your category love because you do a lot of chats with category authors which I think is just amazing because I feel like even amongst romance readers it's sad to say I, I and I, I hate to say this because I when I say it it's like we're talking specifically the bookish community online which to us I think feels huge but really isn't that big I guess mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things but like category can still it still has a stigma even amongst romance readers so like when I find friends that are loving it and like are sharing it it's like yes yes we get it we get it but like how did where did your love of category start I would look and again I probably have to go back to you know just reading uh, like Harlequin books um, as well but I think with category romance one thing that I like about those is a lot of times they are they're fast-paced uh, they, you know, they don't take long um, to read. But I, I, again, I have to go back to that, uh, that sense of community. And then some of them, they, you know, some of them, 
some of them are standalones, but most of them are. There's some type of series. So it, just feeling that sense of community of knowing the characters, falling in love with the characters um, as well. It's like, I just enjoy that. Um, one, one, if I can give an example, I love to give examples, but um, one uh, category romance uh, writer, which this was with the Kamani line of Harlequin, um, was Deborah Fletcher Mello. And yes. she had the stallions. Oh my goodness. Um, who did not fall in love with the stallions? And I think, you know, she probably could have wrote 50 books of the stallions and we just absolutely fell in love uh, with this particular, you know, group of, of individuals as well. Um, another uh, uh, category of romance that I love that is also happened to be with um, with Harlequin. Okay, I love me some Texas Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is oh, a really long running no matter, series, you know, girl. Yes, oh my <laughs> goodness. So I think that aspect of category romance, I um, I actually enjoy as, as well. <laughs> I think if you think about it, it's like you grew up and you lo- you love Sweet Valley High and Babysitter's Club. I feel yeah. like that may be where that love comes yeah. from. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, going to a series again. <laughs> yes. So like, do you have a do you have a go to line? Like do you if you had to pick a favorite, do you do you feel like you have a favorite? Um, oh my goodness, Bree, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh my goodness. I, I know it's so, tough. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Okay. I feel like you're a desire girl, <laughs> I but know. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm like, uh, okay. Uh with Harlequin, um, Yes. Okay. I, I, I definitely enjoyed their desire line. Um, I love their love inspired line uh, as well. Um, definitely the romantic suspense. Um, I love that as well. And and for me, Brie, I don't know about you, but I love a good romantic suspense and I feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds. Okay. You're giving me, cause I, I like suspense and mystery books too. So I'm like, Hey, you're giving me both. So I love that too. Um, but yeah, definitely their, uh, the desire line, their love inspired line. Um, their romantic suspense line, I definitely would be, I would definitely would say are my go-to, um, for their line of books. Um, let's see. Um, look, and the funny part, you would laugh if you was here. I'm literally looking around uh, my location and it's so funny. Like you should, cause you know, now the desire is like the, the gold, um, outlining, but of course, so I see a lot of gold and remember before it was gold, it was like the, the binder of the book was like red. red. So on one of my bookshelves, I have a lot of red. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, their um, Oh, how can I leave out intrigue? Uh, the, their intrigue line is good. So I do have a lot of purple, um, as well. And guys, if you want to, what I'm talking about, the, the binders of these books are certain colors and I have a whole lot of them so they're kind of uh you know color coded <laughs> but did that answer the question <laughs> yeah okay so, so tell me i have to ask so like love inspired let's start there if you are there any like auto by authors like you don't even need to look at the back of the cover you just see like oh miss bell bell calhoun has a new title i'm getting it like who's some of your auto by authors from love inspired romantic suspense and intrigue Okay, now the funny part that you say that, because literally that was on my lips. Belle Calhoun, for <laughs> sure. She write it, I'm buying it. Belle Calhoun is like uh, amazing. Hashtag um, she and, writes it, yes. I buy it. <laughs> I yes. love that. Hashtag she writes it, I buy it. Um, also, um, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just, uh, I can't leave out Heartwoman as well. Um, Jacqueline Thomas, I definitely got to throw her out there. But yes, Belle Calhoun is definitely a, um, a auto buy um, for me. Um, with the love inspired uh let's see now for the desired oh my goodness i 
I I have like 511. I mean, you got there's Risa so many. Ryan, yeah. you got Joanne Rock, you got Karen Booth, you got uh Joss Wood, you got um uh let's see, I feel like I'm running out of names. Yara I mean just Saint all John. of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, and I probably gave you like 50 names like right about now. But yeah, with that, um with intrigue, um Katie Richards um is pretty cool with yes. intrigue. Oh, and I don't know if you know, but uh which of course you know, but Love Inspired also have a suspense line mm-hmm. and the Love Inspired um um suspense line uh, would definitely be Jacqueline Thomas. Oh my goodness. I'm so um, happy she's yeah, writing yeah. there too. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and heartwarming, you mentioned heartwarming. That was my first line ever that I read. And I didn't realize at the time that I was, I mean, I saw Harlequin on the cover, but I didn't know at the time, like what that meant. Like mm-hmm. someone just recommended me like, Hey, like there's some authors are looking for, you know, reviewers. Would you be willing to read it? And I was like, sure. And then so like this book shows up and Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the title. I, it had like two little twins on the cover, rancher, single dad, and I was hooked. And then like, I say like a year or two later, I like really got into Harlequin and I was like, oh, I have read one of these. Yes, <laughs> it was heartwarming. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I know I'm even thinking about, um, I know Jacqueline Thomas, um, her Marine hero uh, was an amazing um, read with Heartwoman um, as, as well. So yeah. I'm just, oh, and romantic suspense. Um, I guess a go-to for that one would definitely be uh, Deborah Fetcher Mello. Oh my goodness. Just like amazing, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the love inspired romantic, the love inspired suspense. That's what it's called. <laughs> like I wanted to put romantic suspense in there, but like, those are some of my favorite covers. And I love when they do the bind ups with two in, yes. in that series. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, but it's just so special to get those two books, two books in one. Yeah, look, and I'm with you. Look, who doesn't love a good uh, two in one? <laughs> it's super cool. <laughs> so like, I'm always, I'm, when I have friends come on, I ask like, how, what is your current like era of romance reading feel like? Like, are you in a small town era? Are you in a second chance? I've been hearing a lot of hockey romance eras, but I mean, it doesn't even have to be romance specifically. Like right now, this moment, what are you like craving and gravitating towards as a reader? Okay. Um, so if we, I'll break it down into two sections. Okay. Cause I Do did it. say I'm an eclectic yes. reader. So romance right now, I am so enjoying the, um, the small town. I love a good small town, <laughs> but yeah, I am totally enjoying a good, um, a good small town, uh, with romance. And I love the fact that, you know, even with, with that, being in that of course you know if we add the tropes in there um or what have you it's always fun to read a good um um friends to lovers i like that i'm a sucker for friends to lovers yeah. oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness such a sucker for friends um friends to lovers right now but yeah i definitely would say in the romance um, vein i'm definitely just enjoying that small town and it's just something about uh you know small town reads um or what have you um of course you got you know that everybody knows everybody you always have the matchmakers who's trying to like fix them up. There's definitely a main street. There's definitely a diner. You we know, love I a love main street. <laughs> we got to have that. that main street. Yes, we got to have that main street. Oh my goodness. Um, and just in reading overall, 
Um, I have lately been reading um, some historical fictions. Um, I've been reading dual timelines. Oh my goodness. I love I that in historical fiction. Like, yeah, I have so been on dual timelines right now. Uh, and these, uh, these three uh, books that that I've read recently, the authors nailed it. Oh my goodness. One is The Thing About Home by Rhonda McKnight. Oh my goodness. This is like her debut um, historical, I'm sorry, this is her debut women's fiction with Thomas Nelson. And it is like all the feels. It's Southern fiction, women's fiction. And then she did a dual timeline and she did a little romance in there. So I love it. (laughs) And then um, I have to mention, um, did you hear about Kitty Carr by Crystal Smith Paul? Brie. Oh my goodness. That, that book is one of those books that I had a book hangover like halfway through. Literally it was that good. And she nailed the dual timeline. And then this one, um, um, symphony of secrets by Brendan Slocum. Okay. First of all, this is his second novel. He tackled the dual timeline and nailed it. He writes musical suspense, like nobody's business, like amazing. (laughs) And I just gave you, um, yeah. So that's where I am on the other side is yeah. Something about a good dual timeline. (laughs) Yeah. I, I've always loved I guess when I like I used to read historical fiction like it was the only genre that I read for a couple of years Uh and I think it really works best when you have a dual timeline or I guess this is kind of part of dual timeline but maybe not like I loved those historical fics where it was two characters um kind of separated by time but connected in some way you know like a Mm -hmm. I don't know it's like a great great granddaughter who discovers her grandmother's journal or something you know like Uh something a uh storyline like I love those like those are just so ingrained but that dual (laughs) timeline I'm such a sucker for it (laughs) look and one uh one author I have I call her the queen of dual timeline uh she writes romance books too and she also writes historical fiction oh my goodness Suzette D. Harrison Oh okay. my goodness. She, every time she nails dual timeline, just like perfectly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do you feel like you have a, like a, do you feel like you're reading more of a certain time period right now? Like this is kind of why I kind of grew out of historical fic, I think, because all of a sudden, every time I went to the bookstore, it was all world war two. And I was like, guys, I can't read any more world war two historical fiction right now. But like, what do you feel like you're seeing more of or like what are you reading the most of um I think the fact because I'm eclectic so you know I read a little bit of of everything Everything, um or what have you so for me even though um of course you know you definitely see um you know the the um you see you know World War II you see uh the biographical historical fiction is is pretty popular right now which is amazing because amazing stories um about you know real life people are being told um just amazingly or what have you um but again I think for me, going back to me being a clear, an eclectic reader, I kind of read what I like and what I enjoy. So I don't kind of get like in a, in a stuff Well, you probably can see that. Cause I've, I've, I've kind of jumped from romance to, to, to mystery. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Right. You know, I don't told you like a little bit of everything. So I think for me, um, with the historical fiction, um, some of the stuff that that I've read have kind of been, it varies for me because I like different things. Like, for example, oh my goodness, um, Sadiqa Johnson. Oh my goodness. Please tell me you've read The House of Eve. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I just got it. I have not started it yet. 
you okay let me I know to when read you it. read it <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it, it it is definitely again it totally book hangover uh worthy um or what have you i don't know if you have read the davenports um by crystal uh, marquise um as well that's an amazing uh historical uh read as well so yeah i just kind of um I find uh, books that I like um, and then I just enjoy them. And of course, you know, like in historical fiction, Vanessa Riley is just doing her thing. She's, she's killing um, it. She's yes, killing yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited because, you know, her next book, Queen of Exiles, it come out July um, of 2023. So I'm super duper excited uh, for her. And the cool thing about her, like she has like her historical fiction and then she has like her uh, her her. Uh, her historical fiction romance um, or what have you. And I think the latest is like um, um, with Kensington is um, historical fiction, but it's mystery, you know, oh, wow. um, that the, the Lady Worthen series. So yeah. it's just super duper excited to see authors to uh, just do what they do and bring us good, good stories as well. Well, you bought a whole list of <laughs> recommendations. So what did you bring? What, did, what are you recommending us? Okay. So, you know, I wrote down a list, but I'm 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 a I'm a contain this list, okay? And the cool thing about it, and I'm I'm so glad that I was able to I was kind of able to kind of throw out some great books that I've kind of read like over, you know, over the last, you know, couple of months or what have you. Um, but books that I would definitely uh recommend for individuals to read. I'm going to start with one of like my latest books that I've read that Oh my goodness, Brie, it knocks your socks off, okay? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with author L. Wright, but she has this young family series and we have been waiting for this character, Duke. We've been waiting for his story, <laughs> okay? Yeah. And the name of it is called It's Not Them, It's Only Her. Oh my goodness, it is... When I say that L. Wright gave you all the feels, like literally you are at one moment, you may be pulling at your, pull, pulling at the heartstrings. You may be clutching your pearls. You may be laughing. You may be at the verge of tears. I mean, this was just an overall good story. Five stars, of course, but it's, it's not them. It's only her by L. Wright. I definitely have to shout that one out. Okay. I just pulled um, it up on Goodreads. So it's okay. the fourth in the series, <laughs> the young in love series. Yes. It's book number four. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. It is amazing. It is amazing. Oh my goodness, I have to talk about uh, The Magic of Sea Glass by Jenny Hale. I oh love Jenny. Yes. I haven't I read that one yet, though. <laughs> Uh, Brie, you are in for a treat. I totally enjoyed that story. And it's one of those books where I can honestly say, it was a beautiful read. It was totally a beautiful read. I really enjoyed that. So that's two. Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, I, next, I would say this was a new author to me. But when I read it, I would definitely be reading more from her. Uh, and of course, this give us our small town love. But this is um, Falling for Her Client by Gabrielle Lundy. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Brie, love the book. It was super cute super sweet um it like i said it's small town um uh, it's uh it's clean read it was just an overall good story i mean i laughed i enjoyed it uh you connect with the characters she did an amazing job like i said i would definitely be reading more from her and again it's called falling for her client gabrielle lundy okay i just pulled that one up too and i'm mm -hmm. like oh my mm -hmm. gosh this book has like a 4.65 <laughs> rating on goodreads y'all <laughs> go 
read this um, book. Okay, let's see what's next. Oh, this is another one. Now, this one's kind of like a rom-com, uh, small town. It was super cute. Enjoyed it. It was Meeting the Next Door Neighbor. Oh, okay. my goodness, Bree. <laughs> that book is super funny. Uh, I love the romance in it. Now, okay, okay, I got a confession to make about this book. Bree. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the age gap, the age gap trope. Okay. Okay. I put it out there. Um, not a huge fan. I read it every now and then. So I was kind of like on the fence, you know how like you read a, uh, you read the synopsis and I was like, ah, it seems like it's a good book. But then when I saw the age gap, I was like, I don't know if I want to know. Read it. Yeah. Yeah. Brie, she won me over. Kristen okay. <laughs> Connery won me over. I was like, Ooh, this is age gap done correctly. Love the book. Five-star read. I laughed so hard. I enjoyed the story. Book hangover worthy. But yes, so that that is a secret to that book that it was actually um, age gap trope was um, one of the tropes in there. And I was a little like on the fence. But when I read it, I was like, oh, my goodness, I love this book. <laughs> OK, I pulled it up, too. And I'm obsessed with all the covers in this series. So it's the yes. California Dreaming series. Yes. That's right. That's OK. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay, I think how many was that, Brie? Because <laughs> you know I, don't I have know. a whole Just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. This one, Brie, I have to talk about this book. Oh my goodness! And 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 this book came out. I want to say it was like last summer, but a table for two by Cheryl Lister. Oh, oh my yes. goodness! Okay, first of all, Brie, if you are a foodie. You're going to love this book. You're going to love this book. Uh, there is comedic action in there. You will laugh. Um, oh, my God. First of all, the meat cute. You know if a book have you at the meat cute? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this book, um, oh, my goodness. I am still thinking about the characters in this book. Total book hangover worthy. Uh, absolutely love this book. A Table for Two by Cheryl Lister. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I saw that. They released the mass market of that one recently. So y'all check yes. it. Go at, if you're at the grocery store, go to your book section and check. Cause I'm pretty sure I seen that recently. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so so of course, you know, I have plenty left, but, uh, but I'll stop at those <laughs> unless you want me to do one more or two more, well, do, but yeah, you know, do a co- throw a couple more uh, out ooh, there. Go ahead. Okay. Throw a couple more. Okay. Now this one. Okay. I'm getting excited now. This is, it's a part of the Texas Cattlemen's. Of course. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Designs on a Rancher by Lequette. The Madam okay, Lequette. Yes. Bree. Okay. When I read this book, shut the front door. I was like, okay, Lequette needs three names because I literally would have called her by all three of her names. <laughs> that book was so good. Like, you, you know, like when somebody really means something, they call you by your whole government yes, name. Yes. Yes. I would have called her by everyone, but I only could call her Lequette. Oh. Uh, Oh my goodness. Designs on a Rancher is just like amazing. Chef's Kiss, five stars, book hangover worthy. Absolutely love the book from the first time I opened the pages. I mean, just absolutely goodness. She's so good. (laughs) She's such a good writer. Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Those would be uh, definitely on my top uh, books that I have read that just, you know, you know how you have some books that's like, you know, I highly recommend yeah. uh, this particular book. And yeah, those are some that they are definitely high on my list of book recommendations. Now tell me this, are you more of a physical reader or are you ebook, audiobook? Like how are you mostly consuming? Okay. So 
confession to make. So of course, you know, there was one time in my life where it was like all about the print. You know, I was like, you know, the smell of the pages, the book nerd and stuff, you know? Yes. <laughs> Holding it in your the hand. The feel of it in your hand. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. So, and I, and I still love a good print, you know, a, a good print copy of books um, or what have you. Um, and then I discovered my e-reader, my handy, mm. handy Kindle. I probably should name my Kindle, by the way. I have two now, but I probably should name my Kindles. But anyway, um, I love ebooks um, as well. And there's different things that you could do with ebooks. I love the light that's on them. So they're definitely good for light, uh, for night reading. Um, of course, you have like multiple books, you know, that's inside um, of it as, as well. So that's, that's great. And you can, you know, is you can take it with you wherever you go, all of that good stuff. So I fell in love with, uh, you know, reading from my, my ebook and then, okay, Brie, over the last couple of months, girl, I discovered audiobooks. Yes, Where yes, have yes. I been? Audiobooks <laughs> is literally like a whole nother level of reading. Okay. So one thing that I have discovered, I said, you know what? Okay. So I love all three ebooks, print and audiobook. But lately, audiobooks have definitely been my friend because my audiobooks, of course, it allows me to one, read multiple books at one time. But of course, with audiobooks, I can get through them a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> um, or what have you. So technically, I love all three. I will forever be a print girl. I know the advantages of reading on my Kindle. And then I love a good audiobook. So all three, can I answer it that way? Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same. I think the beauty of it is, is like, in some cases, sometimes you get literally copies of all, all three of them, right? Like you'll buy the physical copy. The library may have the ebook available for you to check out right now. Oh, and you can also get the audiobook for cheap or the library has it or whatever. Uh And it's just like, (laughs) you're like, why do I have three copies of this book? But yes, it's just, (laughs) I don't know. Um, I feel like my audiobook listening goes in waves because I've noticed there will be like months where I don't listen to one and I'm like, what is going on? But I recently started um, the latest Brenda Novak and I was like, I'm just going to use an audible credit. I'm going to just go ahead and buy one. And I was like, I really have missed listening to audiobooks. And yeah. it's like I had, I actually had like most of 2023, most of the audiobooks I've listened to have been nonfiction. And okay. so like, this is, I think really one of my first romance audiobooks this year. And I'm like, I missed this so much, Angela. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and audiobooks is like a whole nother, again, like I said, it's a whole nother level of, of listening. Um, actually, uh, the, the magic of sea glass by Jenny Hale, I listened to the audiobook and it was just like amazing, oh uh, to, to, to listen to it on um, on audio uh, but yeah it's just it's just super cool um, to, to do that and by the way I know you said that you was listening to Brenda Novak's um, latest release the Seaside Library oh my goodness I was able to go meet her um, on her tour did you uh, yes Oh my God, she's super cool to meet in in person and to be able to go inside the Airstream. Oh my goodness, it's like a book nerdigan's dream, like on the (laughs) ceiling. uh, She had like pages of some of her books on the ceiling amazing super cool it was so neat inside of there uh but yeah she came to page um 158 books um in north carolina was one of her stops 
And oh my goodness, when I found out that she was going to be there, I could not purchase my ticket like fast enough. It was just like amazing, an amazing, um, amazing experience. And Nancy Nigel was her conversation partner. So that was super cool because oh I got to see gosh, her again Nancy. too. So it was great. It was a great experience for sure. Okay. Did, have you read the book? <laughs> Which one? The, uh, the, the Seaside, Seaside Library? Library. Yeah. No, that is on my TBR list to read. Okay, because uh, I, I know it's part, is it part of this series that she has going, is it part of that series? Like, there was a book that came out last year, and I think there a book that came out prior to that. I'm like, I don't know if they're like a connected series or not, but I'm like, I just started the Seaside Library yesterday, and I'm like, how do you define this era of writing that she's in? Because it's like... I don't know if it's women's fiction. It's kind of, it's got, it's definitely got a mystery going on. I'm like, is this mm -hmm. technically a beach read? Like, is this what people <laughs> consider beach read? It's, it's so much going on. So when you start it, you have to let me know, like what you okay. think. Definitely. I definitely will. I'm, I'm super duper excited about um, it um, as, as well. <laughs> but Jenny, I, I was like, the last Jenny Hell I read was Butterfly Sisters. It came out last year. And I'm like, Ooh. that one was fantastic. I cannot mm -hmm. wait to read um the new one what remind me the, the magic, magic of sea glass. glass yes 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 well you're going to look I'm already gonna tell you you're gonna love it <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you're she's so good it. like so Christmas exciting. and summer are just like Jenny Hale seasons I feel like yes yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so like what's on your radar like do you have anything coming out that you're like ooh, I can't wait to get my hands on this Okay, so let's see. What is on my... Oh, Brenda Jackson have another Westmoreland uh, book that's coming out. I want to say like June 27th or something like that. I think it's called Second Times of Charm or something like that. This is Charm mm, yes. Story, if you follow the Westmoreland. So I am... I. Um, I am so super duper excited about that. That is one that's definitely um, on my radar that I am excited about. I wonder um, if that's going to be her last desire, you think? I don't know. It's no, when, you know what? I actually was looking at something. There is going to be another one that comes out in October. Okay. Don't Ooh, know awesome. the name, but yeah, I was actually looking up something today. And so she has the one that comes out this month. And then there's going to be another one that comes out um, in October. Okay. Would definitely be. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, the new one that's coming pretty soon by um victoria christopher murray and um and uh marie benedict uh their next book is coming out i want to say it is july let me see if i can find the time frame that that one i'm looking forward to reading that one mm -hmm. um let's see of course like i said vanessa riley queen of exiles yes. oh vanessa miller has the light on housley street that comes out in september uh so i'm super duper excited about that uh particular book um as as well so so those are some of the books that i'm looking forward to um to release it yeah yeah you are just bringing the goods today. I'm so I'm so happy. This just just made made my day. It's brought so much joy. Um, <laughs> well, tell everybody where they can and should be keeping up with you online because listeners, you should definitely be keeping up with Angela online. So plug all your things. 
Okay, thank you so much. Um, of course, they can go to my website, AngelaAndersonPresents.org. Um, and also the Literary Cafe, as I said, is on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, they can follow me on uh, social media. Um, I am on um, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Both of those are Angela Anderson Presents. Um, look, I do a little TikTok in every now and then. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. Um, they can follow me on um, TikTok um, as well. And just uh, stay connected and hang out um, at the cafe. Matter of fact, I have a literary cafe coming up on Saturday uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They can uh, view it on my YouTube channel or my Facebook. And my YouTube is Angela Anderson YouTube. And it actually will be Michelle Major, uh, the front oh porch my God. club. Yes. I just yes, saw yes, that yes. at Walmart yesterday. Yes. So I was I'm like, super, when did super. Michelle Major put this out? <laughs> yes, yes. So I am definitely uh, looking forward to hanging out with her on Saturday and talking about uh, her new release um, for that, um, that, that as well. Definitely. <laughs> I love this small town romance era. You're yes, in. yes. <laughs> <laughs>